0: All right, brothers and sisters, this is Tony Allen with signet 4713com Audio Gospel Way. Today's episode is titled Effective Prayer Works. Now, we're going to look at the word effective before we get started. Now, the word effective, by definition, means successful in producing a desired or intended result. All right, so when we talk about prayer You have to go in with that mindset that whatever you're asking will be successful in producing that desired or intended result. Now, you have to see it already in your spirit. Whatever you're asking for, you have to see the outcome already before it even uh, you release those words. All right. So you have to speak in that type of faith. All right. So the reading is excuse me. The reading is going to come from the book of James. Chapter 5, New King James Version, as it is written. Verse 13. Is anyone among you suffering? Question mark. Let him pray. Period. Is anyone cheerful? Question mark. Let him sing psalms. Period. All right. Verse 14. Is anyone among you sick? Question mark. Let him call for the elders of the church. All right. Let's stop right there for a second. Now. Here it is, you're praying, and if your prayer life is not strong, or your faith or belief in what Jesus said he can do is not strong, if you have any area of doubt, maybe you need to seek the elders of the church. Now, who are the elders? It doesn't mean just go to some church building and walk in there and assume that that person inside there is an elder, Okay, they could be a heathen for all you know. Now the elders in this in this regard, it's all spiritual. It's those that you know that have been walking with the father in faith for a good long period. In other words, it's not what they say, it's how they're walking. All right. Their walk will justify how they are in relationship to the Father. All right, so they can say anything, anybody can say anything. But your actions and your walk, your daily walk, will show me who you are or show you who I am. All right. So I'm going to keep reading. All right. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15. And the prayer of the of faith will save the sick. Now, watch this. And the prayer of faith. Faith will save the sick. Now, what is he talking? What is he saying of the faith, of right believing, of right thinking, that is not doubting. All right, so if you are um, walking and asking for something in faith, you're walking and you're allowing your spirit to dominate and rule your thought life. Now, if your flesh gets in the way and starts casting doubt in that prayer, God's... he says basically, if you're doing that, don't expect anything. A double-minded man or woman should not expect anything from the Lord. You're unstable in all your ways. this is this is written. I'm just quoting what was written I, the verse is uh, our chapter I can't give you that right now, but it's there all right So <clears throat> as it is written, verse 15 and the prayer of faith, will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. Wow, so that's very powerful if you really really understand what God is saying here. All you have to have is right, strong believing and not doubting. Don't let your flesh, your carnal thinking, intervene and cast doubt or stop the prayer or hinder the prayer from reaching the Father, all right? Because God is not going to answer anything if you're not praying in faith. All right. So he says in the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. All right. All right. And he goes on to say, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So in other words, when the elders are praying over you or whoever it may be, and you've been anointed with oil all right. it's their faith and more than likely they already asked the father to forgive you for your sins you know before they even prayed for you so that's why it goes on to say and if he has committed sins he will be forgiven. It didn't say that the elders uh, has prayed and asked for your forgiveness it's already a, it's already done. Because they understand that before you go to the father and ask him for anything, you must confess your sins and ask for forgiveness and repent from that. All right. That's being effective. All right. So let's look at that word effective one more time. By definition, successful. So in other words, when you pray in, you already know you're successful in that prayer all right, successful in producing a desired or intended result, all right? So you already see it in your spirit. You already know when I, when I get down and pray, when I get down on my knees and pray to the Father, I already know the outcome. I already know there is no shadow of a doubt. My spirit and the connection that I have with the Father, I know he hears my prayers and I know it's going to get answered. You have to go on with that right believing and that right thinking. You cannot doubt. You cannot ask God, hey, I need this or I need you to do that. At the same time, you're letting your carnal, your flesh side overrule your spirit and start doubting. You can't be that way. You have to stay in faith. You got to stay in the spirit. All right. God is spirit. We have to approach him in the spirit, not in the flesh. All right. The flesh will doubt. And if the flesh doubts, you're going to do without. All right. Just simple as that. All right, now let's look at verse 16. <clears throat> Excuse me. Confess your trespasses to one another. All right? Now, that's, that's, that's a stipulation. That's a requirement. All right? If you want your prayers to be answered, this is the word of God. Verse 16, as it is written, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. All right? The effective, fervent prayer Of a righteous man avails much. All right, now that word fervent, um, by definition, is basically having or displaying a passionate intensity. So that goes back to what I was saying earlier. When you approach the Father and you request, you have to be intense with that, you have to be passionate about it. In other words, you're not accepting no, you're going in with an expectation Expectation that God will answer, and that's the spirit in you. All right, you have to go with that passion and intensity when you pray and ask for anything. All right, now, as it is written, we're going to keep reading verse 17. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. Okay, Elijah was no different from me or you, he was no different. God is saying, Listen, I'm telling you. This is what's going to work for you. Now, watch this. Verse 17, as it is written again. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, sinful. He was no different. He was no different. But God is saying, watch this. Watch what I did for him. Watch this as it is written. And he prayed earnestly. All right, let's stop right there. All right, the word earnest, so you got to look at all these, these, these. God's putting these words in there so we can understand how he thinks and what he expects from us, all right? The word earnestly, all right, is basically saying resulting from or showing sincere and intense conviction, all right? I'm going to read that I'm going to say that again, earnest. By definition, resulting from Or showing sincere and intense conviction. So basically, it's basically saying Elijah was already convicted. He already, he showed it sincere, intense conviction. He knew that he knew that he knew. When he prayed to the Father, his prayers was answered. It was done. It was sealed, signed, and delivered. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have any doubt. Now watch this. Now, I'm going to read that again. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, no different. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. All right, And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. That's a long time. Wow. Now, watch this. Verse 18. And he prayed again. So what? He went back the same intensity the same earnest expectation that uh, whatever he was asking for, he was convicted in his spirit that God heard him and he was going to answer his prayer. Now watch this. Verse 18, and he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Now, this goes back right to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, verse 16, where it says, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, the word avails means produces. All right? So, whatever you're asking for, you have to go in faith, first of all. You cannot doubt. You cannot doubt. If you doubt, you're going to do without. As simple as that. All right? So, you got to uh, rule over your flesh side. The flesh uh, does not want your prayers to be answered. The flesh wants you to think the way the world thinks. God doesn't hear. God is not real. God does not care. That's not the truth. That is a lie. That's the accuser that's trying to uh, stop your prayers or hinder your prayers from reaching the heavenly realms. All right? So you have to go in with that expectation. All right? The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much, produces much, now, that, like I said, that word fervent, it means having or displaying a passionate intensity. All right? So you have to have that. Now, earnestly, like it was written in, in, in uh, verse 17 with Elijah, Elijah was a man with a, a nature like ours. God, God is putting that there for us to understand. I want to answer your prayers, but this is what I'm expecting. He's giving you the example and testimony of those uh, that was no different from us. All right. No different. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, a sinful nature. All right. All right. And he prayed earnestly. Like I said, the word earnest, it means resulting from or showing sincere and intense conviction So in his spirit, Elijah knew that he knew that he knew when he went to the father, his prayers was going to get answered. He was convicted. He was intensely convicted that this was going to happen. All right. So you have to approach the father the same way. And as it is written also in verse 16, I'm just going back over this again so you can remember now. You have to confess your trespasses to one another. If you got sin inside you got to confess that. If you're asking the Father for something, you got to let that out because sin hinders your prayers. Confess it. And when you confess it, repent of it. Turn away from it. Don't continue doing that same thing. All right? And pray for one another, as it is written, that you may be healed. That you may be healed. You're seeking healing? This is what you need to do. If you're seeking healing, here's your remedy right here. God has given you the remedy. He wants to bless you. He wants to heal you. He wants to do whatever it is you're asking, but you must approach him. We must approach him in this like manner, just like Elijah. We have to do it the same way if you want your prayers to be answered. You have to do it the same way. All right? It's no different. He, He was a man with a nature like ours, and God answered his prayers every time. Each time he prayed, whatever he asked for, God did it. And for something that powerful, to hold off the rain for three years and six months? Wow. And God listened? Wow. And he was like us? Wow. So what makes us any different if you ask for that same thing? God is saying, if you ask me for the same thing he asked for, I will do it. But there's stipulations, there's things we need to do, all right? We need to get right with God. We need to have a right mindset. We need to be in faith because it says the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous. Now, like I said, I'm going to go over those words again. Fervent means having or displaying a passionate intensity, all right? Effective means successful in producing a desired or intended result. So you have to know already that you have the result that you're asking for. You have to know that in your spirit. Don't let your flesh get in the way. Don't let your flesh get in the way. If your flesh is getting in the way, that means you have not died to the flesh. You have not crucified the flesh with Christ. If it's constantly bombarding your thoughts, if it's overruling your thinking, you need to check that. You need to get back into the word. You need to get back into the spirit and start praying in the spirit and expecting your your prayers to be answered. And, and pray with passion, with intense passion. All right. Expecting a desired result. That's intended. You gotta you gotta know that you know that you know. When you go down and pray to the Father that He hears you, first of all, and He's gonna answer. That prayer, you got to see it in your spirit. You got to see the answer already. If you're on a sick bed, you got to see yourself rising up after that. You got to see yourself getting up out of that bed. You know what I'm saying? Sickness cannot hold you. It couldn't hold Jesus. So why should it hold you? If we are in Christ, Christ is not sick. All right? So why are are we or why are you accepting sickness? You got to pray against that. That's not that doesn't belong to you. That's the enemy's weapon, all right. But Jesus has 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 conquered all that. When he walked out of that grave after the three days in hell, when he came back and and, and, and walked on this earth, all that stuff was buried in the grave. He did not bring it back with him, all right. So if we are born again, and we are thinking rightly. According to Scripture, when we pray, Jesus wants to heal you. He doesn't want you sick and He does not want you accepting sickness. Now, number two, you must be careful on what you say over your life. Do not admit to any ailment ailment, excuse me. Do not say I have cancer or do not say I have high blood pressure. Do not say these things over your life. Say, I am all renewed through the Spirit of God. I don't have any of these things. Jesus doesn't have it in heaven, so I don't have it here on earth. And just keep standing on that. Confess health over your life. Confess, speak healing. Say, I am healed through the blood of Jesus Christ. I am whole through the blood of Jesus Christ. I have all things through the blood of Jesus Christ. All things that includes your healing or your finances, whatever it may be, you have all these things. Jesus already paid the price, it's yours for the taking. If you're not taking, you can't get mad at God. God said, Here it is, all you have to do is take it. Take your healing, don't accept sickness, take your healing. All right, receive healing, don't receive sickness, and do not speak that over your life. Do not say anything negative over your life. Promote yourself, all right, through the Word of God, because God wants the best for us. God wants to prosper you. He wants you whole. He does not want you sick. He does not want you uh, in a sick bed wondering how long. That's not that's not His plan for your life. And don't you accept that? That's not what He wants for you. Stop listening what these negative people may be saying, and if they are. In your area around you, you need to tell them to leave because you don't want carnal thinking coming against the spirit. All right. All right. Because that, whatever you're hearing, whether you choose to uh, receive it or not, you're still hearing it. And hearing can affect your faith. And if it's negative, all right. So you need to feed your mind with the word of God. There's power in the word. Just keep reading the word, confessing the word over your situation and watch what God does. All right. So I'm going to end with that message and I'm going to say, for those of that are going through whatever, know that God sees you. He sees you and He cares. Don't ever forget that. He loves you. He loves us. We are His children. Amen. And God bless.